Welcome to Get With IT, a podcast by IT Ops Times. The host today is Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of IT Ops Times. Today, we're talking about value streams versus engineering efficiency. Is it two sides of the same coin, or are they actually two different practices? So to talk about it with me today is Dylan Etkin. He is the CEO and co-founder of Sleuth, which is a company that helps engineering teams measure and improve their efficiency. Uh, he also was one of the uh, original uh, architects of JIRA at Atlassian. Uh, Dylan, uh, welcome to the program. How are you doing? Thank you so much. It's great to be here. I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thanks. So, uh, yeah, as we were talking about before we came on, uh, value stream uh, versus engineering efficiency. It's a steel cage match. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I think of like Mad Max and Beyond the Thunderdome or something. Um, perfect. Yeah, maybe but, I can be but, a Turner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. But, you know, in, in talking about that, it, it does seem that the two are, are kind of uh, dovetailing a bit because uh, how do you gain uh, efficiency in anything? You go through the practice of what would be considered a value stream, find the weak spot, find the bottleneck, clear it out, perhaps automate that and 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 gain some efficiency. So it, are they really two sides of the same coin? Is it two, two different things? What What's your view? Oh, man. So my view has been evolving over the last year, interestingly enough. So this is a question that we ask ourselves all the time, because this is a space that we're playing in. Uh, You know, as you and maybe your listeners know, this is a nascent space where engineering efficiency is finally something that we can start to reason about and, and measure. And value stream is helping do that. Now, the distinction that I would have drawn a year ago if we had had this conversation was that they are two separate markets for sure, because <clears throat> the real promise in my mind of value stream is uh, maybe coming from the top down. So it's saying, I want to understand that you know 15% of my resources inside of an organization are working on support, another 15% are working on keeping the lights on, and then we've got folks oriented towards features. And maybe that's important from like a CFO or a CIO perspective because you're getting tax credits from like the Australian government for research or or something along those lines. Or you just want to understand how your initiatives across the organization are tracking and whether you're tracking to them uh, on time. Now, engineering efficiency, think of that from a different perspective where you're starting at the, the layer of the developer and you're saying, what kind of jobs can I take off of the plate of the developer? so that I can make sure that they are being effective in the developer flow that they have. And then you want to also model what that flow looks like and and capture that and say, this is what it would take to take something from concept through to reliable launch to customers. And and that's the lens of importance, right? Now, to me, those seem like very different topics. Like you're, you're addressing personas that are very different. You're adding value in places that can be very, very different. Um, but, 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 but uh, the last year has seen some very interesting changes in the tech landscape and uh, our economy. And what we have seen as a result of that is that those two have really started to come together a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm curious so, to know, yeah. just if I can jump in here, uh, it, you know, you, you talk about efficiencies and things that are slowing developers down and taking their eye off of the ball of delivering the value and creating value. Isn't shifting left sort of contradicting that whole idea? Because now you're giving developers more things to do that aren't necessarily 
just laser focused on delivering the great new next feature or, you know, making an important fix to something that's out there. So, so that seems to, to be, to me, contradictory, the, the notion of shifting left and trying to gain efficiency. So I guess this is where automation might come in and, you know, and those other tasks that aren't laser focused on the new feature that you can eliminate that, take some of that off the developer plate. I think you're exactly right. DevOps in general means that you have a much tighter loop where you're empowering the individual to take things from concept through to launch. But as you say, it means that there's so many more things on their plate. Uh, A great example that we always use is something like Datadog, where there are a thousand different metrics. And traditionally, something like that would be the purview of like an operations person or an SRE. And their job would be to understand like, you know, roughly 50 of those metrics and know if a system was in good shape or not. Now we're saying, hey, Dev, you get to push this change out to production, but you should also make sure you don't blow everything up. And it's unreasonable to think that somebody should understand how to take something from Jira, push it all the way through to production and know what all of those 50 metrics are supposed to be. You know, so you need tooling and you need platforms to come along and say, hey, here's five North Star metrics. You know, we've built in a, a robust enough automated pipeline that means that like a deployment is a non-event. There's safety nets that are built into the process. We're taking away some of that cognitive load that we've forced on you. But you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, a very interesting. So uh, let's look at... Um, you know, so you have software engineering, but, you know, value streams apply to so many things throughout an organization, uh, you know, and we look at data, which now today is such a huge part of every business and every organization. They're collecting so much and trying to make sense of it all and what have you. So, uh, first of all, are, are software engineers really uh, involved in that sort of uh, thing as, again, everything moving kind of onto their plate? Are they dealing with a lot of these data issues? And if so, is yet another value stream perhaps necessary to make sure that those things uh, uh, are handled in the most efficient way? So let me repeat the question. So the question is... Yeah, I hope you can, uh, because I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I... So- I think the question was uh, around like, are engineers being tasked with understanding data flow inside of their organization as part of like that kind of move to DevOps? Is that, is that right? Yeah, that's, that's uh, yes, better than I had said it, but yes. Okay. Um, I mean, I think so in some organizations, I think it's really dependent. You know, it, I, I feel like, so at Sleuth, we get to see a lot of small organizations uh, and then we get to see inside a lot of large organizations as well. And at the larger organizations, obviously they have like a whole data platform team and they have like a a lot of um, rigor around their data governance. Whereas at the smaller places, it's a little YOLO. So, you know, I definitely see that DevOps engineers there are responsible for emitting some sort of event that's going to go into some data warehouse somewhere and, you know, maybe get used or maybe not. Um, I don't know about the value stream side of that. I, I'm not really sure I've even ever given that any thought. It's interesting. I think what we see a lot of is that when it gets pushed onto the individual and the developer, it gets pushed into the normal developer workflow. So like that flow of like, you know, ticketing something, pulling that off, doing a certain amount of work, being able to measure the lead time that's involved in doing that work, and then having um, a delivery pipeline, an automated delivery pipeline take that through to completion. And that's even the case with like 
new elements that are trying to put like new data uh, into the system. Interesting. Okay. So uh, just to, to circle back, so you were saying that you thought that value stream and engineering efficiency now, which started out as two separate things, you see that kind of coming together. So what is, what is the next step? Uh, people who sell software such as yours building in some value stream tooling to, to make it kind of one thing, or, or where, where do we see this going down the road? Yeah, I mean, our, ourselves and others, I think, have realized that there is, uh, there's got to be overlap. Now, um, part of the reason is that we use a lot of the same tools uh, in order to get the actual data. So, you know, it's your GitHub and your Jira and your PagerDuty and all of these other sorts of things. Mm -hmm. And um, in a larger organization, it can be quite a bit of a lift in order to connect those systems up. Mm -hmm. And there just doesn't seem to be a desire to have... Um, an individualized tool for uh, each of those things for engineering efficiency and value stream, uh, just because it, it's, you know, it can be quite a thing in order to have your organization open up its GitHub or open up its Jira uh, and those sorts of issues. Now, um, the, the other thing I would say too, is there's like a weird blurring between understanding if the flow of what you are doing is efficient and effective. And then the next question that an organization wants to ask is, are we doing the right thing? So in the case of say the Dora metrics that we provide organizations, your engineering team can be executing in a very modern and efficient manner and not have a lot of bottlenecks in the way, but they could be executing on things that are not organizationally oriented. And so I, I think that when you have those two disconnected, you, you run into a place, especially if you're large enough, where you start to ask yourself, that's great that we are moving quickly and we're, we're unblocking ourselves and that we have the tools to enable developers to do so, but are we building the right thing or the wrong thing? And are we doing it at, at the right pace or not? Um, one of my uh, product managers said this, and I, I like to repeat it a lot, which is that um, Dora really can't tell you if you're on track or not. And I think that's right. Yeah, I, I know being being an ex-Jira guy, I, I assume you're aware of their uh, Jira Align product, which is kind of their move uh, toward uh, incorporating some value stream into their uh, processes. Uh, and so what what do you think the thinking is behind that? And, and you know, what, what are they trying to solve with that? Well, I mean... There's a lot of organizations that are trying to solve the same thing. And, and Atlassian is uh, large enough now that they just want to own the developer experience. Mm -hmm. And that's reasonable. And, you know, it's interesting, too, that, you know, I'm sure you've been around long enough that our industry tends to go towards monolithic solutions and then point solutions and then monolithic solutions and then point solutions. That's right. uh, and we are currently in a move towards monolithic solutions phase where you know the the Atlassians and the GitLabs and the GitHubs of the world are trying to provide the CI/CD pipeline and the issue tracker and the code and the review and the everything under the sun the and the, the IDE and the whatever and if you're in my ecosystem I can give you so much more value and so uh, it's just a natural extension of that for Atlassian you know they also have a a new product called Compass which is like a, a service catalog and uh scorecarding and that sort of thing and same same idea they're like once we've got you here we may as well offer you this value and that value and this value. right right 
So if you can, just a couple of minutes, uh, you know, as we're coming up against time, just uh, talk to me a little bit about Sleuth and, and your offerings and, and you know, what, what target you're going for. Yeah. So, you know, we've always been focused on engineering efficiency. We think that uh, we're living in a very special time because that's not a new concept. I always like to joke that back in the day, the person with the least amount of punch cards was probably the most efficient. Uh, but developers are really good at smelling BS and understand that that was not a measure of efficiency. Right. Neither was lines of code, neither was number of pull requests. But, you know, with the advent of cloud technology and understanding the DevOps flow and the Dora metrics, we've gotten to a place where we can take something very complex and turn it into something quantifiable. Uh, and so our job is to help engineers be as efficient as possible. That means removing certain amounts of toil uh, and jobs to be done from their plate so that they can you know, craft the flow that they want to craft and get there as quick as they can. Uh, you and I were talking before we started recording this about continuous learning. That's really uh, at the heart of all of it for us. So, you know, from our perspective, you baseline your metrics off of real work that you can believe in. You turn around and you start some sort of experiment with automation. Maybe that looks like um, not allowing you to merge your pull requests when you're in an incident, right? That's something that a lot of teams will do. Um, you turn around and you measure, did that help with reliability? If it did, great, you keep that flow. If it made things worse for some reason, you remove it. Now, in the past, doing that experiment could take anywhere from you know one to three weeks of a senior developer's time. So we'd cut that down to no time at all uh, and give you the platform to measure. So you know, continuous learning for software development teams. Well, that's, that's great. Dylan Etkin, uh, CEO and co-founder at Sleuth. Thanks for your time today. Appreciate it. Thank you. It was great talking. 